Hi everyone, welcome to the Music of Life Church podcast. We're going to discuss the Women in Leadership episode. If you haven't heard it, please give it a listen. We're going to break down the episode so you can help people who've been hurt by this topic. I'm Pastor Jonathan, and I am joined by Pastor Joel. Hi, Pastor Joel. Oh, hello. Hi. 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 Uh, what do we think about this episode? I think I'm glad we're talking about it. Yeah. And, I, and I'll speak for you in this moment because we have some amazing, excellent women in our lives. Yeah. Who are in really, really important leadership roles. High. High leadership roles. Yes. The big, big, big ones. This seems like such a... Is archaic the right term? When something's really old? Yeah. Where it's like, are we seriously talking about this? <laughs> right. And and it's unfortunate the the culture seems going to be going in the wrong direction. They are I think a lot of people's intentions are pure, trying to set women up to have more of an impact in our culture is great. Yep. But how they're doing it's flawed. Yep. And I think you know, what, what people struggle to understand is that women shouldn't be equal to men because that actually limits women. And that's the thing that the reason why we're still talking about this is because of actually the freedom side of the conjunctive. Feminism, like I still hear this constantly. I was, I was at a party during the summer where someone said, you know, I'm a feminist. And it was like, that's the wrong battle. Right. There's something more than that. And I feel like that's why we're still talking about it is because now we've swung to the other side and the result of, you know, men and women being equal is actually women are less. It, it is. It's making them less. And there are, there's evidence all over scripture that shows how women are more naturally more excellent than men. Right. But I, you know, and I'm glad we tied this because we could have easily done an episode of just about women. We could have done an episode about leadership. This touches on both of them in a really important facet because we see, you know, really what this comes down to is can I understand what a woman is, what role she's the best in, and can I understand what a leader is? And it comes down to definitions again. But right. You know, we see even in scripture, a woman was made out of better raw material. That's my first evidence that woman's more more excellent than men. Mm-hmm. Man was made out of dust. Women were made from the rib of a man. The raw material itself was better. And plus, it's also implying that God didn't do a better job creating women than he did men. And God's always about more and growth and, and especially as it relates to his creation, his creation got better as he went on. As the days went on, the creation became more complex nice. and better. And that ended with Eve. Yeah. So hitting this, starting with the limitation side of the conjunctive, what's, what is the contradiction with the limitation side of the conjunctive, Pastor Joel? The contradiction is the difference between subjection and submission. Nice. It really is. And and this, it's interesting because this is this is very much tied to the humility episode we did in that subjection is really about 
humiliation. It's about from the outside putting somebody in a lesser position. And and also it's about this guarding against losing my position. Yep. I want to be in charge. Yep. And so everybody else needs to listen to what I have to say. Yep. And it is turning this doctrine of submission into subjection. So instead of you choosing to submit, I tell you to submit, which isn't submission at all. Man, that's so good. I really, when we did this, um, this episode, I am starting to see this topic of submission the same way I'm seeing the topic of sex and groping. Oh, yeah. Where it's like the healing that gets provided. So when people are, they have been raped, they've been groped in the past, and someone calls it sexual assault, they're actually perpetuating the damage that has been done. Right. People don't get over, quote, and I'm putting it in quotes, sexual assault, because we call it sexual assault. And because, so they don't want to have sex anymore with their partner in the future because why do I want to have anything, you know, related to assault happen? So when we teach them, hey, that wasn't sex, that was groping, bang, there's all of this freedom yep. that, that, you know, all this repair that happens. I feel like it's the same thing with this submission and subjection thing. So when someone says to me, you know, I had a husband, I had a pastor, I had a partner who said, submit, you know, like you need to submit. That is similar to groping. That was for their benefit at your expense. And to call that submission is wrong. So the fact that you introduced a whole different word of subjection brings a ton of healing. Now I can submit in a healthy way and feel good about it. Submitting is a good word. Yes, it is. That's a good word. That's supposed yeah. to be a good word. That's supposed to be, and which is what I why I love how we talked about it is, you know, submission is for my benefit. I submit to, um, you know, the leaders in my life because I believe that they have my best interest even to the point where oftentimes it's even more beneficial than what I have in mind. Right. Because what I have in mind is doing things that are short-term and sometimes detrimental yep. to what I want. And someone who is helping me is going to say, no, Jonathan, that's going to hurt you if you do that. So they, in fact, have my benefit in mind more than I do in that moment, which is why I can ask them, hey, how is that for my benefit? And they, bang, they'll have an answer right away. Right. And that's, yeah. So th these people who I submit to, these leaders, they see a lot of times they, they're seeing the issues in my life before I do, which is why it's such a benefit for me to submit to them. Right. Because they can point these things out in my life before it becomes detrimental, before I walk into the hole, they're pointing the hole out that I'm not seeing. And, and it is, I love the, this tool we've given women in the past, if your husband tells you to submit or if he tells you anything to do, you can always ask, how is that for my benefit? Mm. And that goes to any of us submitting to any leadership. Leadership is 
always supposed to benefit the people they're leading. So as, well, as a leader myself, it's good for me to remember that when I'm trying to tell my church what they should or shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. But as a person who also submits to leadership, it's, it, it feels safe. Oh, there you I go. feel safe to be able to, to know and to believe and to have the right to ask my leader, how is this helping me? I feel safe. So if I submit to someone and their advice that they give to me is wrong, whose responsibility is that? Yeah, that would be, again, now back to the humility episode, I would hope that the leader would be humble, would hear the person and change if they were wrong. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, yeah, so there, there's just so much clarity again between the difference between a leader and a boss. I love, I, I love hearing about quote servant leadership. Right. And how, you know, the whole Satan Hitler argument where it's like, oh, they have, they have followers. Yep. They have influence. They have influence. So they must, it must be in their leaders. And it's interesting because, you know, how many leadership books are out there, how many, different seminars that are called, you know, uh, leadership events, leadership networks, leadership things like that. But they have, and then it's always they ha- qualified with it that is. servant leadership or something like that. And when it's not qualified and you ask them, then they say, well, you know, what's your definition of, of leader? Someone has, who has influence. And then you say, well, what about Hitler? What about Satan? Well, we're talking about servant leadership and then they don't call their event servant leadership. So what type of leader are they actually creating? Exactly. Is that the, so how's your Hitler leadership (laughs) symposium going? (laughs) Yeah. Ouch. I know. And it's like, I know the intention's good, but Hey, so what are we teaching these people? Are we teaching them how to have more followers and how to have more influence? Are we actually teaching them how to be servants and how to facilitate the purpose and progress of others? Right. Is that why everyone's there? Right. To facilitate other people. I'm not here because I want to be in charge. Right. I'm not here because I'm looking for a benefit. I'm here because I'm looking to give a benefit to the people in my life. So then we had, you know, obviously Pastor Dick who holds the the uh stance of he's con- it sounds like pastor dick is con- is um confusing subjection with submission he says some submission but he means subjection is right. what it seems like yep wouldn't you like to be able to talk to his mother i mean his wife i would and ask I'm- her and and give her the tool of Asking, asking him, how is this for my benefit? Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. And then she'll be listening one of these days. Right. And one of the things to do is if someone's, is if someone's saying that, then ask them, is God telling them, what is God telling you to do? If I, I submit you and I, as pastors, we submit to authority in our life. Yep. You know, we submit to someone over us and we always have the ability to ask, is God telling you to do that? Yeah. I would love to have, you know, have that conversation with Mrs. Tater to ask her, you know, 
Why don't you ask your husband? Whose benefit is it for? And if God's telling and it, him there was another that. another thing in his story that I found interesting. We touched on this double standard of you know, women tend to be encouraged to be in worship and in children's ministry. Yeah. And, and it sounds like Pastor Tater's wife plays the organ. Mm-hmm. Worship leader at church. Yep. And he even called it worship leader. Mm-hmm. So why is that okay? I feel like this, the, the reason I think is because this is facilitating Pastor Dick's purpose and progress. Uh-huh. Those are things he doesn't want to have to do or doesn't have the ability to do himself. Mm. So you know what? I'm going to preach a sermon every week. Probably about tithing, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have to worry about the kids because mm. the women are taking care of them. Right. And I don't have to worry about worship because the women's taking care of that. Yeah. So you know what? Even those roles are actually the way I see those roles. And the, what, the reason I'm okay with women in those roles is because it's really facilitating me. So there's another contradiction there. Right. Where it's like, Women can't be in leadership uh, unless it's for my benefit, unless it's kids' church and worship. Yeah, unless it's an area I don't want to have to deal with. (laughs) Oh, man, that's awesome. And then, man, we kind of touched on it. The unconscious, the, the unconscious confrontation about men and women being equal. Like we were saying, it's been such a battle for years. To have women be equal to men, and it's the wrong fight. It really is. So your why does that unconscious confrontation work? Are you saying that women are equal to men? Well, be, uh, because unconsciously we all know women are more excellent. There you go. So we know unconsciously we know that story of seven or you know six days of creation. Every creation after the previous one was more complex. Yeah. Our unconscious brain recognizes the pattern. We yeah, know it got yeah. better, 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 better. Stopped at Eve. And we the, didn't stop right. at Adam. And that's, ju- and that's just one story that Christians know. But I'd say everybody on the planet unconsciously knows this to be true, even if they've never read the word of God. And our unconscious brains do recognize these patterns and just for the fact here's another one for you the fact that women can bear children beautiful men can't nope it's like who's who's more excellent the farmer or all of the harvest that comes from the work he did right not saying the work isn't important mm Nice. But when I go and, you know, buy some produce from the the grocery store, I'm enjoying that fruit. I'm enjoying that creation. And yeah, there's a big share that the farmer has in that. But what's more excellent? Yeah. Like this woman is that husbandry that is, has this ability to create like men do not. Yeah. So I think we all know that. And so that what we're doing here with these with the loose perspective with this freedom side of the conjunctive is we are talking to a person's unconscious brain. 
Mm-hmm. And we know everybody's unconscious brain knows a woman is more excellent than a man. That's why this question, are you saying that women are equal to men, is going to unsettle anybody that I ask that to. So why is it important that it's... So so someone gets asked that question, and they say, you know, are you saying men and women are equal? And they say, no, I'm saying that they're different. But I don't like them being... I don't like saying women are better than men or women are more excellent than men. How, how, how would you handle that? Honestly, most of the time, men tend to be pretty quick to recognize that women are more excellent than them. Mm-hmm. I'd say at least a humble man does. I've seen women have a hard time with it. One, because... A, one because a lot of women do facilitate this feminist movement and and it would be um it would be a moment of recognizing maybe they've been doing the wrong thing mm-hmm. but where i've seen this struggle with women actually admitting that women are more excellent than men has been the women usually it's the professional women who have had to grind and grind and grind and just really effort their way to whatever position they're in because they've been put in subjection. They've had to work harder. Mm. So if you tell me that women are more excellent than men, it minimizes the, the ass busting I've had to do my whole life to get where I am. Okay. And what I'm, what I would say to that is, is I, I would feel bad for that woman because I'm not trying to minimize the work you've had to do. Not at all. But the work you've had to do to get where you are, what I would say is it's unjust. Mm-hmm. To build off of what you said, it's a woman putting out fire after fire after fire after fire to get where she is. And I recognize the effort she had to do. The, the effort she had to put in is more attributed to the culture we live in than whether women are more excellent than men or not. Right. I'm not saying you being more excellent than a man negates the work you had to do to get where you are. Not at I'm all. saying the fact that people don't recognize that women are more excellent than men is why you've had to put so much work in. Right. So if if people define feminism as we all have the same legal rights, that I understand. Right. Humans are... Pay us the same for the same job? Yeah. Great. Absolutely. Do it, yes. Yeah. But that again, that's all physical. It is. That's all a physical, every, everyone ought to be given the same physical rights as everyone. What we're talking about is mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And even what we believe physically is that women are more excellent. And physiologically, that's proven. With right. all of the connections in women's brains and their their ability to process and how they're connected, there's just so... They're, far more complex um, beings and the Bible supports that. And I'll even say it this way to it. Like we, we are equal as it relates to being human beings and having a responsibility to make an account before God and, and all that. But as far as the comparing and contrasting of the sex of males versus the sex of females, Females are a better creation. Right. 
And one of the things that's interesting is that, you know, in the topic of men and women, there for eternity, there's not going to be men and women. Be the church. It's gonna. We're just gonna be the church. We're gonna be done with the season of being men yeah. and women. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be something beyond that. Right. Um. But what's gonna stay the same is we're all for all of eternity gonna facilitate people's purpose and progress. Yep. So that's why it's like in terms of women in leadership, what what we're talking about and what we're stressing in this episode is what does it mean to be a leader? Let's go past men and women to the definition of a leader and what it means to be a leader. Yeah, and that and that transcends any position. Any position in a church is meant to be a leadership position. Yeah. And women definitely have the ability to be leaders in any role. That's awesome. So then we broke it down. So can you go through the categories, um, you know, how we see other people respond in terms of self-esteem, Pastor Joel? Yeah, the so the low self-esteem people we, we feel bad for are people who, it, it's honestly, it's people who are limiting women because they think, leadership's about being in charge right yeah and i want to be in charge and women are supposed to submit i feel bad for those people Mm -hmm. i feel bad for the women who are being humiliated too yeah these are just people who have a wrong understanding and a wrong application of what it means to be a leader and what we're seeing is a wrong understanding and application of what it means to be a man and a woman Mm -hmm. then the mid self-esteem is the people we understand why they're doing what they're doing. And these are people who have just clearly been influenced by the culture. And this is most, we're seeing a lot of people dealing with this is, is the information we've been sharing in the, in this episode. And then the, what the flock companion episode is information. A lot of people just never heard before. Mm, Right. A lot of people don't have the right understanding of leadership. A lot of people don't recognize how the world changed when Israel asked for a king Mm. and the Bible, the story of the Bible changed when Israel asked for a king. Nice. Because leadership became about being in charge Mm -hmm. from that point forward. Right. So we understand the people who have been impacted by the culture because we all have a thought process. We all do everything through a thought process and a culture has a thought process. Mm-hmm. And what we're seeing is culturally in the world we live in, leadership is not seen the way God intended. Mm-hmm. So we get it when people act according to the culture that they've been influenced by. And then the high self-esteem people are the people that we're impressed with. These are people who recognize that a leader is a servant. These are people who... High self-esteem is somebody who has high confidence in who God created them to be. Mm -hmm. So the way that I can continue to grow is by helping others. Nice. I appreciate when other people help me, but I'm more looking, how can I help other people? Wow. Which is God, which is Jesus. I mean, that's why Jesus was here, right? Right. Man, that's awesome. So that brings us to the ultimate answer. 
And can you kind of commentate a little bit on why this is the ultimate answer? You said that women can and should be leaders if they want to. Yeah, if the if they want to side is an an important, a subtle point. Because again, what we're saying, women have the ability to do any of these roles. If the if they want to part, not only facilitates the submission part mm-hmm. it's their willful choice to do it they're not being told they have to mm-hmm. but it also means that it like depending on the position it may be something that limits them mm. so if it's something they want to do then great do it and if i have the right understanding of a woman and the right understanding of leadership i should be confident they're going to do it well so that's really this you know women can and should be leaders if they want to ultimate answer is really comes down to understanding women are amazing beings and leadership is about facilitating the purpose and progress of others. Nice. Do women have the ability to do that? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you, Pastor Joel. And thank you to everyone who's listening. This has been the music of life church podcast. If you have any questions or comments or you'd like to hear us uh, talk about a certain topic, let us know. And we will see you next time.